Hi, welcome to today's episode of Aging in Style. Today, we're doing something a little different. Last week, I was on my podcast producer, Anna's podcast, talking about my podcast. (laughs) So we hit on a lot of things about how and why I started the podcast, what the mission is and the direction we've gone. And I think it's a really good listen. We talk about, you know, some of the shows we've had on, the challenges that I've been through this year and how I've been able to keep the podcast going and, you know, just when things happen in life, how we just have to continue to be consistent in our efforts, you know, whether it's a business or podcast or whatever it may be. And sometimes when things are really upside down, we have to, you know, think outside the box. And we've done a lot of that this year. Anna has been wonderful with me with recording podcast and we've used a lot of replays, which still got a lot of you sending us messages because you'd never heard the original episode. But there were times that I was up at the hospital or the rehab documenting things in real time, just recording on the voice memo on my phone and sending that in to Anna for the podcast. We, you know, really had to think outside the box. She really pushed me to be open. I'm usually pretty good about being open, but there were some things I was kind of like, are you sure I can share that? And, you know, she was like, yes, share it. And, And I'm really, I'm glad I did because even though this has been a really, really like the hardest season in my life ever, if what I've been through and sharing some of it is is able to help someone else, then, you know, I'm so happy to be able to do that. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoy the podcast. And of course, share it with your friends. And if you found some value in it, send me a message. Uh, my website's lauriewilliams-seniorservices.com and you can send a message right through the website. All right. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Aging in Style, the podcast dedicated to celebrating aging and what it takes to do it well. I'm Lori Williams. I'm a certified senior advisor and senior housing expert. In each episode, you'll learn stories of older adults who are thriving in their 70s, 80s, 90s, and in some cases, in their hundreds. Whether you're an older adult or the child of an older adult, this podcast is filled with insightful resources, organizations that are doing incredible work, and stories that will inspire you to volunteer, learn, and who knows, maybe even skydive in your golden years. Would you like to wake up to an email from your dream organization saying that they would love to partner up with you in creating podcast content to educate your community? That sounds pretty amazing, right? But what if I told you that apart from that, you could also receive messages on a weekly basis from your community telling you how much a podcast episode has changed their life, how transformational it has been. That would be like incredible, right? But what if you were walking on the street in your regular town and people were recognizing you from your podcast? You're now starting to think, Anna, sure, that's like all well and good. I'm not a celebrity, but hang on a minute. Carry on listening. What if I told you that you could also fulfill your goal to create educational content for your community? Because let's be honest, like nobody else is doing it, especially your competitors. And lastly, what if I told you that all of this could happen without spending a single dime on podcast promotion? This is exactly what we did with our client, Lori. Lori and I started working together in April of 2020, and attentive listeners to the show will know that actually I mentioned Lori a few times. In fact, she's actually what I call our poster child. Lori not only does incredible podcast content, 
but she actually promotes the show in ways that are both very effective online and offline. Now, Lori is a senior living consultant. She's not a marketeer. She is not a digital guru with thousands and thousands of followers. What Lori did was work with me in getting her podcast out there in a way that actually makes her podcast dreams come true. All of these things that I mentioned are possible to you too. And so through our work together, we've established what her goals were, but also what it looked like realistically to have a podcast in the long term. What we didn't foresee, however, was that Lori's husband was going to have a series of strokes in December of 2022. If you don't know anything about strokes, let me just tell you that the journey to recovery takes a lot of time. And so for Lori, we had to adapt to her new circumstances, which was changing a lot of uh, how the podcast was structured, how we were releasing content, and even sometimes the content that we were talking about. Because let's be honest, being a carer for someone else takes a toll on you, but also just changes your life. In this episode, we're also covering how we are using the content for the podcast to avoid overwhelm when it's time to promote, market the show, but also to be visible online, even when you have to reduce drastically the amount of hours you can use to promote your podcast and your business. One of the true amazing things of working with small business owners, and that's actually one of the reasons why I love this job so much, is that we get to see the actual impact of creating a podcast and how that can help you create a business. And since working with Lori, her team has doubled It's just amazing to see how much the podcast has enabled her to do, but also how she actually has used the podcast. She's not just using it, creating content, and that's it out of the way. Lori, effectively, she goes into communities in Texas. She uses the podcast in conversations with her clients all the time. But I feel like I'm talking almost too much. So I want to make sure that you are paying attention to this episode. So stick until the end so you can get all the goodies on this episode. And if we haven't met, hi, I'm Anna Xavier. I'm the founder of The Podcast Space, a practical podcast to get you unstuck. I'm not going to delay us any longer. Let's hop onto the episode. Lori, I'm so excited to have you on the show. I mean, I feel like we're, you know, we're past, way past the client. We're like friends because I love working with you. I've been working with you for about like three years exclusively. It's been such a joy. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for accepting to be on the show. I know you're a busy lady. Well, you're welcome. I just, I love you, Anna, you know that. And I I think of you as a friend, a very good friend. (laughs) Likewise, I feel like uh, the the listener on the other side is going to be like, this is just like a love fest on each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. So what? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is why like I get to choose the clients that I work with because like you're wonderful and we just like been working together for so long and you're such a busy lady. Like just just now you were like, oh, I just received a message like telling me like someone that you you were out and about and someone was just like listening in and they they message you. I don't know anyone else who receives so much good feedback <laughs> than you do. I, I, <laughs> well, I think it's like what you said, though. It's just that because I give a lot to my community and they receive it and then they, they thank me for it, which is wonderful. For those who don't know you, um, I mean, we're both based in Texas, but. You've been podcasting for almost three years solo. Um, We've been together since the inception of your podcast. We worked together to launch it. We've been working together uh, through the ebbs and flows of creating a podcast long term. So um, for those listening in, would you mind sharing your journey with podcasting and how we ended up working together? Yeah, absolutely. So we worked on another podcast together. Um, Am I supposed to say that? (laughs) We worked on (laughs) it. 
we worked on another podcast together and only did a, I think maybe a handful of episodes with that one. And, but that kind of got a little taste of podcasting for me. And so I kept thinking about it and thinking about it and had been reading about podcasting, but I just felt like I didn't know enough to do it and I didn't have the time to do it on my own. And so, um, I don't remember exactly if I called you or you called, I think maybe you called me. I and then, missed you. Yeah. Yes, I was like, I am going to do and hit like when I launched the podcast space in January of 2020, I reached out to every dream client I had or every person who was either like we've worked together in the past or was a guest on a show that I was like, this person has potential. They're incredible. And I want to work with them. So I messaged you and I was like, if you ever want to launch a podcast, I want to be a producer. Yeah. And I'm so glad you did because this was in 2020 and it was, I think, April. And of course, everything, the world was sort of sh- shut down. And yeah. I was really had a lot of time to think about this podcast, but then um, didn't, like I said, didn't know how to do it on my own. So I reached out to you and ta-da, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> yes, like 150 something Six. episode, 56 yeah, episodes later. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's yes, incredible. And- and let's be honest, because again, you're you're part of a demographic that may look at things. A lot of people in your community does not, for one, like have a podcast. And number two, you're always surprising me with your resilience and your positivity and just your willingness to educate your community. So um, guide me a little bit of like, how was it in your mind going through this idea of like, should I have a podcast? Like, what do I want these podcasts to be? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I was very late to podcasts because <laughs> when I did the podcast with the friend that we did when I met you, I literally, when she brought up podcasting, I had to ask my son, what was a podcast? <laughs> I had no clue. I had never even listened to one. Um, and so then we did the podcast together and then I was, you know, introduced to the world of podcasting, which I fell in love with. And just the thought that this was a way you know, even though my client is typically much a much older person, but it was a way to get their children who are my age and a little younger. I just felt it was a really a good way to reach them and provide education. And I mean, I would say in the three years I've been doing this, there's when I ask the question, who listens to a podcast when I'm at a speaking engagement, there's more and more people who are 50s, 60s and older who are listening to podcasts now. Yeah. And actually, you told me, like, how old is your oldest subscriber that you know of? Is he isn't he in these 90s? You know, I don't know if he listens all the time, but he he was on the podcast and he is 97. He will be 98 next month. And that is Doug. He's amazing. So he was on the podcast and did a fantastic job. So I know he listened to it. Right. No, I, I remember you telling me that there were some people that were in his 80s and 90s that were listening mm-hmm. to the podcast because I memorize everything because everything that we're working together is always such a good reminder that there's no age in terms of podcasting. You can create a podcast, a successful podcast at any given point in your in your mm-hmm. age, really. Like it doesn't matter. Um, and also, like if your intentions are pure, like you can really get amazing feedback. So um for those who don't listen to Aging in Style with Lori Williams, um, what would you say the podcast is? The podcast is two parts. It's um, education, just about anything age related and senior living. The second part is just celebrating inspirational seniors. And we've had some amazing guests. We had the gentleman who's 
80, I think it was 81, riding his bike down to South America. <laughs> I mean, just amazing. We had the lady who was um, 82, aging but dangerous, who is skydiving and takes other women skydiving with her. And of course, um, Doug, who's 97 right now, and he started to taught himself how to refurbish computers in the 70s, just, you know, for fun. <laughs> So, I mean, yes. it's just they're amazing people who just happen to be a bit older and you just maybe wouldn't expect that from them. But, you know, I, I think it should be celebrated and they're my inspiration because I don't want to be sitting in a rocking chair in my 70s or 80s or 90s. I want to be like like these people. Yes. And you're doing it so well. Like, I feel like I normally joke around that you're you're the postal child, the poster child of my company because you're always one willing to try something new and two, just like just always surprising me with like the amazing feedback that you're getting from the podcast because you live in Flower Mound. I live in Dallas. We sometimes meet. But, um, you know, there's so much that you're doing that, you know, within your industry, there's so many other people who are doing the same thing you're doing nationwide. But there aren't that many that are actually educating people. And like, what is the type of senior living that you should be getting yourself into? Like, who is the best for it? And that has been one of the like the tenets of your podcast, like creating educational resources to educate people before they make that commitment. Right. So would you mind mm -hmm. uh, sharing a little bit of like, you know, what was your goal initially in terms of like educating content and how what has come out of that? Because I think you have great, great stories to share on the show, but also with our community. I mean, I think my my initial goal was just to provide some education and and, you know, explain to people like, kind of demystify um, senior living because there's a lot of misinformation out there. So that was the goal. Um, it has grown beyond what my initial intention was because it is, it's introduced me to so many other people. It's opened doors to a lot of opportunities that I may not have had had I not done the podcast. And, and I'm very open on the podcast. I do share a lot of my own personal, um, life and situation and things that are going on. And I think, you know, I think that probably helps people to trust me. And to be more open with me when, you know, I have them on the podcast. But um, I mean, I just, I, you know, I love how you always come up with new ideas and I am always up for doing whatever. Let's try something new. Yeah, let's do it. Um, because I think it just helps me grow as a person and helps the podcast grow as well. Yeah. And you had a great story. So um, what maybe this was like December 2021 you were getting super busy. Your business was booming. Like you, you get recognized often on the street, which is hilarious. And people tell you like, Oh, I, I don't you, are you Laurie Williams from the podcast? <laughs> that is pretty funny. I do love that. <laughs> well, you know, I've had people come up and say, I listened to your podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's one of the things that I'm always like so excited to to hear because you always texting me and I was like, oh, my God, like my husband will look at me and I was like, what happened? And I was like, oh, my God, this story, Laura, you have to listen. Um, so, you know, like I'm vibing as much as you are. But um, when I'm like listening to you and sharing your stories, like uh, I always get reminded of like you were it was, you know, the end of the year, you were so, so busy, like your business was just like growing so much. And you text me and it was like, Anna, I think we need to move the podcast to every other week now because I don't have the capacity. And you mm -hmm. know where I'm going, right? Mm -hmm. What happened next? I do. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was feeling like a little overwhelmed coming up with 
every week, something along with running my business. And um, then I was reached out to by the Alzheimer's Association and they wanted to be on a weekly or a monthly um, slot to talk about dementia and Alzheimer's and its effect. And so I was like, okay, just kidding. <laughs> Never mind. We're going back, going back to doing it weekly. Okay. <laughs> so funny because this was like within 24 hours. And, and I yeah. was like, okay, if you're feeling overwhelmed, absolutely. Let's, you know, find a strategy. And then you texted me back and I was laughing so hard. And mm-hmm. I was like, of course it had to happen. <laughs> yeah. The universe was like, no, you're just kidding. You're going to do this every week. <laughs> yes. And, and I hear that from so many people. So by that point, we had done so many episodes. And I think that when you're in the thick of it, you don't realize that every single time you're publishing a new episode, every time you're publishing a social media post about the episode, every time you're interviewing someone, you are creating like this like work ahead of time for you to reap mm-hmm. these benefits and you can't see it just yet. And that's just one of the reasons why so many people give up before they see any benefits because they, you know, things take time to build, right? Like your reputation mm-hmm. of a good content creator and a trusted um member of the community and you're like a library of resources by now but you know for the alzheimer's association to reach out to you like you had to build all of these like library of content for them to be like this lady she delivers content in a very like ethical way in a very professional Mm way we want to partner with you and so you know how do you kind of like it was just so funny because it was within 24 hours but so many people stop the podcast and then they start receiving emails about you know, like potential future collaborations. They're like, well, I kind of like already burned the podcast. It's done now. I'm not doing anything. (laughs) So it was such a great reminder. Yeah. And I think with podcasting, that is the one thing you have to, with anything, with the business, with, you know, with anything that you're building, you have to come in it and just say, I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to do this weekly. I'm not going to give up. And, you know, had I thought, Back when I, the first podcast I did, would I do 156? You know, it's like, yeah. I probably not, I probably didn't have that number in my head, honestly, because that's a big number, but it's just being consistent. Even when I feel kind of burned out, I don't have the time, you know, there's always something to talk about when it comes to aging. And there, there's never, I've never run out of a topic. I mean, there's just, and, and I thought maybe I would, but no, I don't even see that happening where I'd run out of a topic at this point. <laughs> no, that's true. And also like the benefit of working with someone long-term is that like, I know your, your business. I don't know your business inside and out, but like we've worked together enough instead of just, you know, someone who just like works with you, like a one-off is that I understand your goals. I understand your mission and we can work together and like, oh, hang on, let's look at the numbers. What has performed well? What has haven't we talked about for a while like that we could, you know, talk about? And maybe you don't do a 20 minute episode. You don't do an interview. Maybe you do a solo episode like mm-hmm. we've done in the past where we've worked and collaborated and like, OK, you're going to be super busy. Um, and w- one of the situations that happened, we just actually got off our our um our strategy call. And one of the things that we talk about is like, Hey, how are you in time? How are you in like capacity? Um, would you, like, one of the most important things is when your husband, Mark had a stroke on Christmas of 2022. And like, mm-hmm. we had to, we've still continued the podcast. So would you mind talking a little bit about uh, yeah. that, that transition? Sure. So yeah, so obviously unexpected had a, you know, had actually yeah. four strokes starting Christmas day, 2022. Um, we luckily, I mean, we had batched, not luckily, we had planned, we had batched several. So we had, I think, through the first of January, we had podcasts to go. 
Um, but we stayed in touch and what was going on. And, you know, it was, it's been a long journey. He was in a couple hospitals and rehabs. But along the way, I was making notes because I was thinking things that I was going through. This is, you know, I'm 58 at the time all this was happening. And I'm thinking of, you know, 85 year olds who were going through the same kind of thing. And, you know, how confusing and stressful and awful it is being younger, you know, 58 versus 85. So I was making notes while we were in ICU when we went to the next rehab. And I just saw firsthand what happens because I'm, you know, I'm always providing education and guidance to people who are older and who have been hospitalized and gone through rehab and maybe are going to senior living, whatever it may be. But I've always been on the other side of it. And now I'm like in their shoes. And I mentioned this to you, Anna, that it's a, it's very humbling to know, like the advice I was giving, giving them was correct. But when you're on the other side of it, it kind of hits a little differently. And it's, it's taken a little differently when you're walking in the shoes of the person who is the caregiver for someone who's critically ill. So, um, that was, that was very, very humbling. But I remember you said to me, and I think, I think he was still, he was still, I think in the first rehab. And you said, if you need to record the podcast on your phone, just do it just in the, in the voice memo thing. And I'm like, where is that exactly? <laughs> yep. yep. And, and then I did, I recorded I, at least one, maybe two podcasts just on my phone and we used them. And they were, I think, pretty raw and emotional ones of what I was going through in that time. But I wanted, it was so important to me to share my experience with everyone else. Yeah, that, but, that was so so many things that I feel like when you start creating content, it creates this awareness of like, what is something that you could be talking about? And what is something that, you know, maybe it's not a one, but maybe two ideas. And so much of our work together was like, you were telling me like, I'm not ready to talk about this just yet. I'm like, okay, like, what is, mm -hmm. well, there's the alternative then here are like four uh, topics that we could potentially approach it from. Or like just looking into a different way to create content. And again, you could have said, I just want to stop and I don't want to like create content anytime. And it would have been fine. But you chose the path of kind of like documenting, which was mm -hmm. such a an interesting perspective because you didn't have to. But you felt like, you know, it's almost like it's part of you now, I feel. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, yeah, I think so, because I've. And I do think like, you know, whenever I'm experiencing something, I'm like, how could this experience that I'm going through, how could this happen? How could this help someone else? And, you know, that's kind of the mindset I always have as something new occurs on this, you know, new path that I'm on. And how can I share this? How can I have resources to share with other people so they don't have to go through maybe the obstacle or stumbling block that I've just gone through? Yeah. And, and again, I feel like you've been so open about the whole journey and you know if someone else doesn't want to talk about it like sure there's different ways to approach it but um again like we've used replays we've used like seasons we've hopped on calls and i've actually like talked to you when i play the role of like the audience because you receive messages mm -hmm. all the time so we're looking at content creation in such a more flexible way we're not like okay you know, like for this quarter, we're talking about this, 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 and this, and that's it. Like we're either talking about this or we don't. And I feel like it's, you know, you, you're a small business owner. You have like a family, you have a husband who needs your care and you're just like adjusting to all of this. So there's such a, 
an important way to just also be realistic and be like, how much can you give? Like, it's not just about like showing up and you're burning out is like, what is something that you can do? Um, and, and, you know, still achieve your podcast goals of like releasing content, but make it in a way that is sustainable for yourself as, as a person, <laughs> I feel mm-hmm. like. Well, and I, I loved how we did the ask Lori section. And I think we did like four or five. We recorded it in one sitting and those were great. Just little 10, I think they were like 10 minutes or so, but mm-hmm. you know, we got the information out there and then. The other part of it is that we take from the podcast and then we do our social media posts. So we have, we're repurposing what we talk about in the podcast and it's going on our Instagram and Facebook and, and going everywhere. So our information, we're constantly feeding people educational information that can help them, which then circles back and comes back to my small business. So it, it all. You know, I can't even think of not having the podcast because I don't know where I would come up with the content every week because we pull that from the podcast. Yeah, that's true. And again, so much of the feedback you get is like, oh, I listened to these episode after you posted something about the show. So people are actually like reminded and actually engaging with the show. Mm -hmm. It actually works because some people are like, you know, just posting one image saying like new episode is out. But the way we've worked together is to really create resources for your social media, for your current community, but also like people who, you know, don't know the podcast just yet. You had people who like reached out after listening to you on YouTube and they were like, do you want to work? Like, do you want to work open like, um, what was this? Like a franchise in where we are? It was something like that, right? Do you remember that? (laughs) It's been all kinds of things, (laughs) all kinds of interesting messages. But um, yeah, I mean, I just... I never really, I mean, I I knew it was going to help a lot doing the podcast. I knew it would help me with my business, but it it's just helped so much to just really be able to focus each week because we released the podcast on Friday and then the entire following week, the content that we're posting is about that episode. So we're inviting people back again and again and again the whole week to go and listen to the podcast. So Maybe someone who hasn't been on all week, they're just getting on on Tuesday and they see it. Oh, Lori has a new podcast. Yeah, I want to go listen, learn about being a caregiver or whatever it may be. And they go on and listen to it. Yeah, that's been fun to also like work with you on, you know, that side, but also like looking at like our favorite one. It will say like we're both love the Golden Girls. That was the episode that like, I don't know why, like we kept talking about the Golden Girls one day and I was like, how well, what if we were to do an episode because it aligns with your show? I was like, mm-hmm. like living, you know, next year fully like a golden girl. And it was so fun. That was, was a really fun, fun one. I enjoyed that one a lot. So that was our um, New Year's post, right? Mm-hmm. The Golden yeah. Girls, mm-hmm. New Year's Day. And um, yeah, that was a great one. A lot of fun just because there's a lot of wisdom in the Golden Girls. And I think we were talking about it because we both were like watching episodes of it, you know, uh, whatever channel it was on, just we were both ended, ended up catching it at the same time. But just kind of like, which Golden Girl do you identify with? And we were talking about different stories from from the episodes and how they kind of relate to life. So that's that's a really fun episode. We didn't like just pick a topic about like randomly. Like, yeah, that's the, the thing about really knowing your topic and really knowing what your audience wants is that you sometimes can have a little bit of fun with the content mm-hmm. and just create a different kind of vibe you can have fun and it's we were looking at the um the the downloads and it's still one of the episodes that mm-hmm. performed the best this year 
Because it was such a, like, a random thing that people were like, wait, what? Like, living like a golden girl? What? I yeah. want to hear that. <laughs> and we had so much fun, though. Like, that was a we great did. episode. Yeah. I know. I need to go listen to that one again. That was a fun one. <laughs> and, and what are we going to do this year? <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to think about it. But, like, it touches on, like, culture, like, pop, pop culture. It's something that always people, like, they resonate with. It brings nostalgia. So it's not just... You know, talking about like senior living and live purpose purposefully, like we're also hitting all of these other marks for for new audiences, like a potential audience that you know could find you um, online. So there's just like this combination that we have a lot of fun with, not just going through like okay, senior living one on one check. Like we're not doing exactly all of those. Yeah, no, we have fun, and I, I think that's what makes the podcast good is that I mean, one, I mean, I do share a lot of things personally, I share stories of people that I've helped, um, and just make it relatable to other people's lives. It's not just like you said, senior living 101. It's not really cut and dry, you know, it's, it's you know, bringing some emotion and life into the stories. Yeah, but for sure. And it's just like working together will lo- always looks different. Like I, you and I have like a very special relationship. But I mean, it's always so much about like, really knowing your goals and committing to them like long term things may look different like for instance now we pivoted the topics a little bit but like also looking you know at the numbers how are you feeling but also like what is the audience telling you and we we often look at the um at the downloads and be like okay this this season you know it's a little dead or like it's that time again you don't have time let's look into different alternatives so um that's something that i feel like it's a fun thing to to look at because if you were just doing it by yourself like i feel like there's a lot to to consider mm-hmm. i think if i were doing it by my st- myself i wouldn't have kept doing it i mean i know i wouldn't have because it that's it just would have been for me too much work especially when this all happened with my husband and so I, I love when we have our meetings, our planning meetings, and, and I love that you bring such great ideas and creativity and you do understand my business quite a bit. You really do. Um, and so you've, I mean, you've made suggestions that I'm like, Oh, yeah. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> good job, Anna. That's a great topic. But well, I mean, sometimes it's good to have someone outside looking in and going, well, I'd like to know how do you do this or whatever, you know, something that may seem obvious to me, but because I'm immersed in this every day. So I think that's a huge plus that you can you bring that to um, to me into the podcast. Yeah. And it's like, again, like as a small, small business owner, I understand that like we're too close to it. And sometimes just talking it out with someone else, you already know, you already know mm-hmm. what people ask you already know you know, what is the best angle, but sometimes it's like talking it through together that you're like, oh, okay, like, actually, that made me think of something else. Or Mm -hmm. actually, we didn't really cover that angle on one episode. Let's talk about that in a more succinct way on another episode. So we like Mm -hmm. try to really like, milk Lori's brain that's what we're doing here (laughs) milking my brain we just did that earlier and we have five episodes to work on so that's that's good yes Uh, I mean, you can talk about, you know, senior living all day long because you've been working at it for 17 years now. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know all the things. Absolutely. I know it inside out. <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, Lori, uh, was there anything else that you wanted to touch on? I, I do know that we're uh, close to time here. No, I think that's it. I'm just, I appreciate all that you've done. And I could not have done this without you. And I appreciate you so much. And it's always 
So much fun and such a pleasure to work with you, Anna. Well, likewise, Lori. I love talking to to you every like we talk at least twice a week and, mm-hmm. and getting to see your podcast, you know, like getting getting really good rave reviews and you making an impact in your community, which is what you wanted. And, you mm-hmm. know, things look different today than when we started, but we're still creating like, you know, your vision is still being brought to life. And to me, that's what makes me so excited to work with you. So if people want to listen to your podcast, because they're like, you know what, like this lady, like she definitely knows. So where people can can find you is Lori Williams senior services dot com. And the podcast is aging in style. Perfect. With Lori Williams, obviously. With Lori everywhere. Williams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Lori, thank you so much. Um, all the uh, resources we mentioned, like the um, the Golden Girls episode, all the episodes that were about inspirational seniors will be in the show notes. And so thank you again for taking the time to talk to us and talk a little bit about how the journey through podcasting has been with, with us. So I really appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you too. Thank you so much, Anna. Well, thank you. All right. And you, if you're listening and you're thinking, actually, that sounds like I want to I, I want to get into that content strategy as well. I want help because things are not working out or actually I just want to look into the numbers and understand a little bit better. You can always reach out to me on Instagram. Obviously, I'm uh, at the podcast space and on the website at the dot com. All the resources about how to work with us, how to um, learn a bit a bit more about what we do and how we support podcasters will be there. So I'm looking forward to uh, hearing from you and I'll see you on the next episode. Until there, keep creating content that's imperfect, but moves you forward. Bye.